Being nominated into EY Entrepreneur of the Year on a regional level is a hard and envious recognition for business owners. It is the most competitive CEO awards program in the United States. More than 12,000 CEOs and executives across 21 cities around the country celebrate each year the entrepreneurs who break the mold. Winning at the regional level is one of the most coveted recognitions. To win at the national level, you are the equivalent of an Oscar winner of CEOs. Leaders Nest founder Heather Louise Finch sat down with the 2017 Mid-Atlantic Region and national winner, and not to mention her mentor, Joe Fluitt, the CEO of MAG Aerospace out of Woodbridge, Virginia. I grew up in Boca Raton, Florida, but I don't I haven't been there in years and years and years. I went in the military right out of college, and I was a special operations aviator for many years. After that, I went to law school, became a lawyer, and I practiced law for a few years. 9-11 happened, and I spent a little over a year in Afghanistan uh, creating the first Afghan special operations aviation unit. Uh, I got back to America after that in 2005, spent a couple more years practicing law, and then in 2009, I simultaneously started a law firm and started MAG Aerospace. So that's a big one, going from the military to jumping into a company. What made you think that you could do this? I really loved what I did in the military. I loved making a difference in national security, protecting people who can't protect themselves. And I've worked with a lot of contractors. Being in special operations, I worked with a lot of contractors uh, all over the world. And to be honest, I wasn't impressed with what I saw from contractors. Now, I saw some contractors that really were doing it right. They had their hearts in the right place. They cared about what they were doing. They were mission first and mission focused and customer centric. And I just believed that I could do it the right way. I could do it in a way that would make our military, DOD, and government customers happy. And I think that's turned out to be the case. So I've met several veterans as well who you know, have gone on to start their own government contracting agency. What do you think is the most common reason for people failing or just giving up on this process? I mean, you started your company, what, in 2009? We started you? operations in 2010. Yes, excuse me, right, 2010. And then most recently in 2017, congratulations, you won Entrepreneur of the Year of a national level. So how do you do what MAG has been able to do? What advice would you give? And, you know, again, what's the most common reason you think that people fail or just give up on this process? Doing work for the U.S. government or any government, and we currently do work for intergovernmentals, NATO, the UN, also for friendly foreign governments all over the world. Doing any kind of government work is a very, very long sales cycle. So it's not like I'm standing in the street corner selling lemonade where someone walks in, I ask them if they want a glass of lemonade, and in five minutes and 30 seconds, they decide what they want. It takes 12, 24, 36 months sometimes for these contracts to mature. So you have to be patient. You also have to understand that the process of entrepreneurship, of growing a company, is trying things, most of which don't work. So you have to be willing to fail. You have to be willing to try things, understanding that a lot of your efforts will fail, but you only have to be right once. So I can misfire nine times. If I'm willing to stick with it, all I've got to do is hit the ball out of the park one time and I'll succeed. 
nine times like a cat, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fortunately, at MAG, we've had more than nine lives. <laughs> so what hurdles did you personally face, and how are you able to overcome them? I'd say our primary hurdles were people, you know, finding talent. MAG is a services company, so we sell... We do aerial surveillance, and what we sell is the information. I mean, I like to say I'm in the information business. So my job is to provide information, data, that our customers need in order to make good decisions. And I can't do that without top-notch pilots, and that's or top-notch talent, rather. So that talent consists of pilots. It consists of operators to operate the high-tech sensors we use, uh, post-mission processors to take the data and crunch it and make it usable for our customers. If I don't have good talent... I'm completely out of business. And so I like to say at MAG, people are our product. And so my biggest challenge is finding that 0001% person because I won't hire anyone at MAG who isn't absolutely the best in the business. So do you give your people, uh, your employees rather, uh, little drones or anything? Is like keep your gifts? Or? <laughs> uh, most of our employees don't have their own drones that we give them. Some of them do. I, we have an entire unmanned division that flies UAVs all over the world, some small ones and some really large and complex drones. Uh, some of our people who do that, they do fly drones on their own on the side, but no. Uh, if anyone is interested in applying to MAG, I, full disclosure right now, you will not get a free drone. As part of your employment at, at MAG. Darn, I guess I will not be applying. <laughs> you already job. have a job, Heather. You don't, you don't need to apply to MAG. Um, what do you think some of the roadblocks are or what you would advise to watch out for when you're starting a business? Because you not only have MAG, but you had the law firm as well. So what advice would you give to upcoming entrepreneurs or also people who've already been in business for a while? Sure. Don't skimp on compliance. You know, I always tell people that uh, or my team that, you know, we can survive losing a contract, we can survive a personnel issue, you know, God forbid we have an aircraft issue. Um, a major compliance problem can sink a company. And we've seen it so many times. Everything, for, you know, in the government contract space from Blackwater and Triple Canopy and some of these other companies, all the way over to, you know, in the private sector, Arthur Anderson and Enron and AOL. You know, if you don't put an emphasis on building the infrastructure you need to comply with the statutes, the regulations, and everything else that govern what you do, uh, you are playing with fire every day. So don't skimp on compliance. It's expensive, and it's time-consuming, and it's an easy thing to ignore, but don't do that. That sounds great. So going back to the EY Entrepreneur of the Year, could you tell me about that whole process, especially from the event from in June when you're in Tyson's Corner winning and then out to California and then winning at the national scale? Tell me what that's like, because I know you've won several awards. Excuse me, MAG Aerospace has won several awards uh, from best run companies to a future 50 growing company. So tell me what is that like and that experience that you had with that. Well, it's actually a funny story. I, I showed up to the, the, uh, the regional award ceremony, and I didn't know this at the time, but there are actually consultants who help people win this award. And apparently it's that level of prestige, but I had, frankly, I had no idea. And um, one of the consultants saw that I was a nominee and she came up to me uh, to introduce herself. And she said, this is what she does. And she's helped people win. And she's uh, actually had several winners and she kind of laid her resume down for it. And I said, okay. And she started asking me about what I'd done during the process. And, um, and I, one of the things I told her was my first year applying and she said, and I quote, you have no chance. 
Yeah, you have no chance of winning. This was the regional award. Eating those words, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, and so I said, uh, um, so she, I laughed and I said, okay. She goes, but you should hire me and I can help you win next year. And I said, all right, well, you know, I'll think about it and everything. So I go to dinner. I'm sitting, sitting there with my wife having dinner. And uh, since I didn't think I was going to win, I was uh, going, I was leaning heavily on the scotch at dinner. Uh, and when my name got called, I actually went up and when I gave my acceptance speech, I thanked uh, I thanked everyone uh, who's involved, and I don't actually remember the woman's name now, but let's say it's, you know, Jane Doe. And I said, and Jane Doe, thank you for your faith in me uh, this evening. And th- three people really laughed. She laughed, my wife laughed, and I laughed, and no one else in the room really understood uh, the inside joke there. So I should pull her in for a podcast with us now, like, after if the fact. She would laugh. <laughs> you, should, you should definitely have her come sit down for your podcast. I'll, I'll see if I can find her. I'm sure I have her in my contacts. Um, and it was similar to the National Award. Uh, and, and a lot of people say this. I mean, everybody likes to say this. I honestly didn't think I was going to win. Um, but it really isn't about me. I, uh, the honor really rests with not just the other team members and executives at MAG, but our 1,200 employees who are all over the world, making the world safer, doing a really, really challenging job in remote, non-permissive, often dangerous environments. They deserve all the credit. I'm just the guy who stands in front of all of them. I, you know, and I don't, I don't deserve the award. It really is their award. Yeah, one of the, what really resonated with, with me uh, the most is when I actually saw a clip of your acceptance speech in California of you winning the award and the words that you expressed, especially with your wife and to all the other entrepreneurs in the room um, dealing with their spouse or their significant other. That was beautiful. Could you elaborate or tell folks who are listening more about that and what you said? Yeah, you shouldn't underestimate if you're going to go into business for yourself the impact it's going to have on your spouse or your significant other. It is very, very challenging. Um, It's like bringing another child into your family uh, or, or even more so. And I recognize that it's not just the sacrifice those spouses make, but you know, particularly in the early days, but for me it's been, you know, until this day, you know, you lean so heavily on that spouse for advice on what you do, whether in the next steps, what do you do? They're your constant sounding board. And um, I would have been remiss if I didn't recognize her. And when I was standing up there, I realized that they all should be recognized. And so to fill in a little bit of the gaps of what you said, I did. I asked, there were about... 2,000 people in the room, and I asked the spouses to stand up, and we gave them all a round of applause. And it was actually pretty funny because Seth Meyers was hosting the event, the talk show host, and Mm -hmm. as I finished up, he stood up and he goes, okay, now everyone else who didn't recognize their spouse is going to go home and be in trouble. (laughs) You don't see that in the clip on the website, but it was pretty funny. Way to set the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So um, we're going to wrap this up, but if you could give some advice to another CEO who's out there who's applying for an award or who's applying for the next big, big bid or contract on, and they're faced with a Jane Doe, what advice would you give to them when it comes to facing that big obligation? I'd say listen to everybody. You know, I've succeeded because I've listened to people. I don't always take everyone's advice, but I always take time to listen to people. Everyone who works for me is smarter than I am. And so I listen to them. I take their advice. Um, Don't think that you know everything and go into it understanding your own gaps and listen to everyone. Seek out everyone's advice who will tell you anything. You're guaranteed to succeed if it's more than one person's brain working on it. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Heather. Anytime.